Welcome to Kill FM, keeping you company on the road to hell. The creators of Kill FM and the coalition of loosely associated podcasts have decided to bring Kill FM to you year-round, never-ending, quite like a nightmare and more than a little like life. You see, we put work into the show and that work bore fruits, and now we intend to lift everyone to the surface. In a joint effort between Jess Burson's upcoming Audio Drama Lab and Pat Cowell's A.D. Ray, we intend to introduce you to your next favorite show. We will be returning in February with the next installment of Kill FM, but for now, we thought we'd do a little showcasing of the shows that appeared in the original as well as those coming up in the next. And people, we have pulled together a roster guaranteed to melt your brain. The Night Post, Syntax, and Book of Constellations, just to name a few. Keep an eye on kill-fm.com for further information. So in our first transmission from the void, we bring to you, entirely out of context, episode four of Echoes in Between, with an introduction from the inimitable Jess Burson herself. Thank you. Enjoy. Hi. I'm Jessica Burson, one of the co-creators of the metaphysical audio drama Echoes in Between, the debut show for our production company, Bristol Studios. Our show is about two friends, Gemma and Thomas, who have decided to host a podcast about recovering childhood memories using a new technique developed by a psychology expert with a complicated past. They quickly discover that recovering memories is not all this method does, and things start to get pretty strange as they look into exactly why this memory recovery process was developed in the first place. My creative partner Bronson and I play the two lead characters, and we're joined by a full cast of professional actors for 12 total 20 to 30 minute episodes, which make up our first season. What you're about to listen to is our fourth episode, which features some of our fellow cast members, as well as a taste of Bronson's stellar sound design and original music. This is where our show really becomes an audio drama. But if we've captured your interest, we would love for you to go and discover what secrets our first three episodes hold. You can find our entire first season, plus some bonus content, on our website, which is echoesinbetween.podbean.com. Bronson and I would like to thank you for giving our show a listen. We're a two-person creative team doing all of the writing, casting, directing, production, sound design, cover art, and music ourselves. Echoes In Between has been a labor of love, and we can't wait to bring you season two. Thank you for listening.
Elsie, stop. It's just me. I was starting to worry about you, kiddo. It's been getting late. Sorry, Dad. <sighs> Podcast went a little longer than expected. Everything okay? Yeah, totally fine. Things just got a little intense, and we decided to break for a bit before we wrapped up. Where's Louise? Well, I sent her home. No reason for her to have to stay just because you were running late. She has a family of her own, you know. I don't like you being by yourself. Oh, for Pete's sake, I'm fine. I've literally just been sitting here watching the Twins game since she left. I am perfectly capable of fending for myself for an hour or two. I know, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to imply you're helpless. I just worry with your mobility decreasing and the cognitive stuff and... Even Louise, who is a medical professional, need I remind you, was fine leaving me alone for a little while. It's MS, honey, not dementia. I get it. You can stop with the guilt trip. Besides, that's why Elsie's here. Who's a smart pup who knows how to dial 911 if daddy falls down and can't get up? You are. Yes, you are. <laughs> Such a smart pup. Smartest pup in the whole world. Yeah, she better be, for all the money she cost. Would you stop complaining about that? My insurance paid for practically all of her service training. And anyways, her education was way cheaper than yours, that's for damn sure. You just had to go to a private college. State school wasn't good enough for my smarty pants, oh no. Hey, you're the one who wanted me to go to college in the first place. I would have been happy to just backpack across Europe for a few years. And where would you be if I'd let you do that? You wouldn't have your podcast buddy there for one, would you? <sighs> I guess not. He's a good kid, that Thomas. You should have him come over sometime. I haven't seen him since your birthday last year. <laughs> you only like him because he laughs at your dumb dad jokes. Well, you don't, so someone should. What do you want for dinner? Louise made us a casserole before she left. It's staying warm in the oven. Oh, she didn't have to do that. Did you tell her she doesn't need to keep cooking for us? I tried to stop her, but she insisted. She likes cooking for people. And who am I to deny her something that brings her joy? Well, I'm going to throw together a salad real quick to have with it. You need some greens. Oh, rabbit food. That reminds me. Did we ever have a pet rabbit? Definitely not. Your mom didn't like the idea of pets in cages. Yeah, I didn't think so either. But I had this memory come back about a rabbit. Oh, so weird. I knew it couldn't have been ours, but... It feels like it belonged to us when I think about it. I don't know. I'll probably bring it up in the next session with Dr. Thorne. I meant to tell you, I, I listened to the first two episodes of your podcast, Dealey. Oh, yeah? What'd you think? I don't know. Still seems like some hocus-pocus to me. It's legit, Dad. Dr. Thorne's method really works. Did you try it? Yeah, it didn't do much for me. <laughs> My brain must be too mushy to remember anything. Give it a real go next time. You might be surprised what happens. Still bugs me that you don't introduce yourself with your full name. Oh, Dad, please, can we not do this again? Gemini is a beautiful name. I should know. I picked it for you. Gemma just comes across as more professional. Gemini makes me sound like I grew up in a hippie cult. Besides, every time I tell someone my name, they always ask if it's because I'm a Gemini. And I have to tell them, no, I'm actually an Aries. My father is just a lunatic. I didn't name you after the Zodiac sign. I named you after the Del Shannon song, which is a damn good song. 
Gemini, oh how I know, I'd like Dad, to get to know, I know. you, oh my Gemini, how oh, I'd like to be near you. You should be happy I won the coin toss. If your mother had won, you'd have been named Tamson. What kind of name is Tamson? It was her grandmother's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, remember when I used to take you camping and show you the Gemini constellation? You loved that. How did you convince that was where you come from, remember? Yeah, I remember. Oh, and I forgot to tell you, my new telescope came today. Ah, oh, yeah, I was wondering what the package by the back door was. I'll get it set up for you tomorrow, okay? Just promise me you'll be careful when you go out there. The deck gets so slippery when it rains and it worries me. It'll be nice to be able to look out of the stars again, won't it? Of course, it won't be as good as looking at them from out in the woods, not with all that light pollution coming from the damn city, but at least we'll be able to see them a little. That was always your favorite part of our camping trips. When I'd let you stay up late, we'd lie on the ground and look at the stars. Remember that, honey? Yes, Dad. Actually, I should try and use one of those camping trips for a session with Dr. Thorne. The trip we took right before the blackout is the one I, I remember the least about. Every other trip, I can remember something specific that happened. Uh, like the one, <laughs> the one where we caught that huge fish from the stream. And the one where our tent almost blew off the cliff before we had a chance to put the pegs in. <laughs> But the one before the blackout, that's the one I just uh, I can't seem to come up with anything specific about. Do you remember anything from that trip, Dad? Dad. Yes! Come on, Buxton! Move it! Pump those skinny Dad. legs! Dad! Dad, I asked you a question. Sorry, hon, this is first triple of the season. About time you start earning that sweet contract we gave you, Byron. I, I'm sorry, what were we saying? <sighs> Never mind. Okay, I'm going to fix you a plate, and then I'm going to go hop in the shower. You're not going to eat dinner with me? I'll join you in a bit. But I'm too helpless and frail to be left by myself, remember? <laughs> Very funny. I won't be long. I just... Today was kind of intense, and I... You okay? You need to talk? No, I'll be fine. I may not know much about women, but I know when one of you says you're fine that it's never a good thing. The memory we pulled up in session today was... Uh, it was... It was the day that Grandma died. Just, it brought up a lot of stuff for me is all. Oh, honey. I'll be fine, I promise. Uh, I just need to be alone with my thoughts for a minute. Watch your game. Elsie will keep you company. And don't feed any of that casserole to her. I really don't want to spend the rest of the evening being choked out by dog farts. While Ryan would like very much to win his seventh straight game, he's already set a New Angel record. Don't you pay any attention to what your sister says. And don't tell her I gave you a little cheese off the top. Good girl. Hey, babe. Hey, Maslin. Sorry, I'm late. No worries. How was your recording session? Your text made it sound like things got a little crazy. Yeah, yeah, it was a weird day, just in general. Gemma got kind of emotional during the recall portion, and we had to break for a bit. And mine was... <sighs> still trying to understand it. What happened? I don't know. It was just odd. 
It was almost like... It was like I pulled up one of Gemma's memories instead of one of my own. Oh. Is that something that's supposed to happen? I don't think so. The doc seemed confused about it too, but we didn't get a chance to go too far in depth with it. Anyway, uh, how was your day? Not bad. I got an unexpected day off because Jasmine needed to switch shifts. I decided to take advantage of the time and do some more unpacking. Yeah, I see that. You've almost got the whole living room put together. It's looking really good, Maz. Thanks. I'm glad you approve. I started putting away some of your clothes, too, so let me know if you can't find something. I just needed to clear a pathway in the master closet. You can always move things if you don't like where I put them. I'm sure wherever you put things is fine. I I was able to do a little work on some of my decor projects, too. What do you think of the painting I put on the wall over by the sofa? Oh, that one? Uh, it is... Um, it's very... Green. Come on, Tommy. (laughs) What? You know that I don't have the same eye for art as you. I want this place to look like it belongs to both of us, not just me. If you don't like something, you can tell me. No, I do like it. I do. Uh, It matches the plants. Oh my god, you're hopeless. (laughs) What do you want me to say? I want your honest opinion. Okay, fine. My honest, truly honest opinion is that it's very green. I can't with you right now. (laughs) Oh, hey, I ordered some Thai food earlier. I hope you don't mind, but I was kind of starving. There's some in the fridge for you. Oh, awesome. What uh, what place did you order from? The one on the corner. Oh, okay. Oh, no, I forgot. That's the place you don't like. Oh, they're, they're fine. They just don't use the right kind of noodles in their pads to you, and it bothers me. The noodle snob strikes again. <laughs> I'm not a snob. Pad CU is supposed to have those wide hand-pulled noodles, and that place does it with the rice stick noodles, and that's what you use for pad thai and not pad CU. Okay, okay. <laughs> Good thing I ordered you the pad Sen instead. Do you want me to stick it in the microwave for you? Yeah, that'd be great. Thanks, babe. What, uh, what are you listening to? I don't know. It's just on shuffle. You <laughs> can turn it off if you want. Oh, that's cool. We can leave it on. You sure you're okay? You seem a little down. Oh, um, I'm sorry, Maz. I, I just got a lot going through my mind right now. Do you want to talk about it? You might feel better if you do. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm just still trying to process everything that happened today. And I got, I've got this weird feeling about it and I just can't quite put my finger on it. Can I be honest with you? Yeah, of course. This whole thing kind of freaks me out. Why? It's messing with your head and stuff, like brainwashing almost. I don't know. No, it's not. It's not brainwashing. Dr. Thorne's not taking away anything or putting anything in there that wasn't already there. This is, it's all science-based. And he's been doing this research on memory recall since before we were born. It's actually really interesting, Maz, the whole process. I know. But ever since you started doing all this memory stuff, you've been a little off. Have I? How do you mean? I don't know. Like you just said, it's a weird feeling I can't explain. You seem really distracted all the time, I guess. And you've been talking in your sleep a lot, which you've never really done before. Really? You know, if I'm being honest, I haven't really been feeling like myself lately. 
and I had kind of put it down to the stress of our move and adding the podcast onto my schedule on top of work and everything else. But I don't know. I think you're right. Something feels off. I'm always right. You should have realized this by now. <laughs> yes, yes, I should have. Maybe you need to talk to Gemma about taking a break from the recording. I'm sure she'll understand. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. It's hard because we're kind of hitting our stride now that we're a few episodes in. Maybe I can just sit out the sessions and just do the hosting bits. Gemma really needs a project to concentrate on right now, and I think this is doing her a lot of good. So I, I just hate to leave her completely high and dry, you know? I know. Just don't let your loyalty to her affect your own mental health, okay? Yeah, yeah, I won't. I promise. And thank you for looking out for me, babe. And thank you for getting me dinner and for cleaning up and unpacking. You are the best. Yeah, don't get used to it. <laughs> Have something to eat. I'm going to go finish arranging the gallery wall in the bedroom. The gallery wall? Yeah. It's going to be like a bunch of small pictures mixed with these mirror tiles I found at the craft store. There's this Pinterest board I follow that... And your eyes are glazing over again. Shit, I'm sorry. I just... I know. It's okay. You'll see when I'm done. Eat something. Hey, you mind if I turn the music up? No, go ahead. Just don't turn it up too loud. The lady upstairs gets mad, remember? Yes, she does. Oh, hey, Bernsey. Didn't realize you were here already. Yeah, I finished up with some errands early, so I just came straight to the studio. Have you heard from the doc at all? I texted him last night to confirm the session, but I never got a response. He's usually really good about that kind of thing. Uh, no, I haven't heard anything. I'm sure he just forgot to text you back, though. <laughs> the irony of that man forgetting anything. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Bernsey, while it's just the two of us, can we have a bit of a chat about what happened last time? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I'm sorry I got overwhelmed like that. I, I didn't expect No, to... no, no, no. Not that. Not that. Um, I mean, I mean the thing that happened with my memory. What do you mean? I don't know. I just feel really uneasy about the whole thing. Don't you think it was weird? Not really. It's like Dr. Thorne said. You were probably just remembering something that happened to someone else as something that happened to you. You're an empath, Woods. It's not the first time I've seen you taking on someone else's minor trauma as your own. But if it was something that happened to someone else, shouldn't that have become clear after the session? Like, shouldn't I have seen who the memory was really about? Ask the doc about it. I'm sure he'll have an answer. Yeah, but also, it wasn't just anyone's memory. It was your memory, Gemma. It was something that happened to you. How did I remember something that happened to you before we'd met? I probably told you that story at some point, and you just got things mixed up. We've both been mining our past pretty hard for this thing. I know I sure have. Okay, but I don't remember you ever telling me about you screwing up a play in a softball game. I mean, it's not a story I tell all the time. It's kind of embarrassing. But I don't know, we probably laughed about it one night when we were drunk or something, and it's been sitting in the back of your mind ever since. It just doesn't sit right with me for some reason. Seriously, Woods, it's not a big deal. W would you have told me specifics, like the number you wore, or your shoes being too tight? Probably. <laughs> 
You know me. I always add way too much detail into my stories. Look, just try not to think about it if it bothers you. It was just some weird visualization glitch. I don't know. Speaking of which, have you figured out why we keep getting that distortion on the audio? Uh, no, I I can't understand it. It only happens when we play the doc's tracks, so weird. I don't know, maybe it has something to do with the frequencies he uses, like maybe they're messing with the playback somehow. We gotta figure out how to get rid of that. I'm working on it. Damn, still no word from him. We're gonna need to start recording soon or we're gonna have to pay for another hour of studio time. Uh, hope he didn't blank on today's session. Hmm. Uh, do you want me to shoot him a text too? Yeah, if you don't mind. We can just go over episode notes until we hear from him. I picked out another three listener messages to play, one of which is a follow-up from one of the same people as last time, because I figured it might be interesting for the audience to hear their progress in comparison to ours. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm not putting this one in the show. But there was a lady who left a message ranting about mind control. Um, she said Dr. Thorne used to work for the government, brainwashing children. And now he's trying to do the same thing through the podcast. <laughs> Ooh, talk about tinfoil hat theories. Oh, a few crazies are inevitable, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Wait, she actually said that he brainwashed people? Mm, I can't remember if she used that exact term, but it was something like that. Come on, Doc. Seriously. The clock is ticking. You want to go over the memories we're going to work with today? At least that way we can make sure we're not remembering things that aren't ours to remember. <laughs> Uh, because if your memory is about getting your first period, then... <laughs> Let's not go there, please. Un unless... Wait, is that what you wanted to explore in this session? Oh, God, no. No, mine is... Uh, so I remembered this thing about a pet rabbit. Weird thing is, though, I never had a pet rabbit. Uh, my dad confirmed it, too, so I don't know who wait, this wait, rabbit wait, wait, belonged wait. to, but... Did you say a rabbit? Yeah, I don't want all my memories to be about animals, but... This just kind of popped up out of nowhere, and I thought it would be an interesting one to explore. It was this little tawny brown rabbit with a single little floppy ear. <laughs> I know its name was Fiverr. Fiver. Holy shit. Oh, no. Am I remembering something from a movie? No, no. I, fuck, I think... Is um, this your memory, Woods? Yeah. Did you tell me about a pet rabbit? No, no, no. no. <laughs> fuck. There is no way that you could know about Fiverr. I would not have told you about him. I, No, no. Thomas, calm down. What's going on? Fiverr was my brother's rabbit. And he's exactly as you described. Tawny brown with one floppy ear. Oh. Tell me what you remember about him. I, not much. I just have this sort of flash of standing in front of the cage and petting him through the bars with uh, one finger and feeling sad for him. Good. Uh, and then I opened the door and took him out. Then what? What happens after that, Gemma? I don't know. That's why I wanted to use it for the session. I, I figured there's some significance to it if it's coming back to me now. Oh God, Gemma, this is not right. Something weird is happening here and I am not okay with it. Why? Woods, what has got you so freaked out? Did something happen to the rabbit? It's like our memories are leaking into each other's minds. That's not normal. What happened to the rabbit, Woods? God, I don't want to sound like a crazy person here, but maybe the mind control lady had a point. Thomas, what happened to the fucking rabbit? I killed him, okay? I killed Fiverr. Jesus Christ. 
Beast, I didn't realize you were almost a serial killer. No, 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 no. I, I didn't kill him with my own hands, but I was responsible for his death. I was really young, I was like four or five, and I took him outside when no one was around because I liked watching him hop around in the front yard. And I thought he'd be happy out there, but he got away from me, and I couldn't catch up to him. And he, well, he hopped, hopped the onto road. the road, and he got hit by a black sedan. Yeah, and I was horrified. I didn't know what to do, so I just went back inside, and I didn't tell anybody what had happened. I just left the door to his cage open, and everyone thought that he'd gotten out on his own and got trapped somewhere in the house. And I have never told anyone what happened to Fiverr, Gemma. No one. Not my brothers, not my parents, not my therapist. No one. To this day. There is no possible way I could have told you about that and forgotten. Jesus. I, I don't think that we should continue with these sessions, Gemma. This is really creeping me out. Oh, hang on. Don't panic. There's, there's got to be some reasonable explanation for this. Okay, but what could that possibly be, though? We are remembering each other's memories, stuff that we have never told each other. How does that happen? I don't know. Let's just wait until we can talk to Dr. Thorne. I'm sure he'll... Oh, my God. What? What happened? He's dead. Oh, my God. Dr. Thorne is dead. 